Welcome back to the Bama Online Podcast. This one on a Tuesday, April the 11th, 2023. Travis Ryer, Senior Analyst for BOL, alongside longtime recruiting analyst for us there at BamaOnline.com. The one, the only, Mr. Hank South. And obviously, we're going to get into some football and hoops recruiting talk with Hank South on the show today. But first, Hank, where are you at in terms of your recovery from your master's hangover as a fellow golf fan? Uh, I'm guessing you were able to consume a good bit of the, uh, the first of the four majors on the, on the 2023 uh, pro golf calendar. What about it? How much did you, how much did you uh, take in? Yeah, absolutely. This was the first year I had ESPN plus. So, you know, I tuned in first thing Thursday and I had it on my TV all the way through Sunday. I mean, it, it was pretty <laughs> incredible. I was, I was explaining to my dad, he was waiting for the uh, CBS broadcast. He's like, Oh, it doesn't start till two. And I was like, you've got to download ESPN plus because you could be watching it all day, all four days. And, uh, and he did. So I got him on ESPN plus you're welcome ESPN. Um, but no, it was, I mean, what a tournament and Sunday, I mean, that was some great drama late with some of the guys making runs at the end. And, you know, obviously Rom kind of pulled away, but there were some a uh, bunch of guys in contention on Sunday. So I, I really, really enjoyed it. I was I was pretty depressed on uh, Sunday evening when it was all over. I had nothing, nothing to, I had to you know, get back to football recruiting, uh, I guess. But uh, no, it was I really enjoyed it. And uh, I'm really happy that John Rom won as well. I, I think he's a he seems like a really good guy. Yeah, it was cool. And you're I, I, not to turn us into a damn ESPN infomercial because goodness <laughs> knows they don't need it. Uh, but you're right about ESPN Plus. If you're just a golf fan, I don't know how you don't have ESPN Plus because what you're talking about with that Masters coverage, that's essentially what you get every week with right. ESPN Plus. On Thursday morning, you can turn on uh, the stream at like 8 a.m., and watch golf all day long if that's what you want to do for the right. entire weekend, you know. So uh, the value of that alone to folks like you and myself, it's immense. And look, you're going to have the uh, the A-Day game coming up oh, yeah. again here in a couple of Saturdays on ESPN+. Plus. So uh, whether you and like occasionally it or not, Alabama football I actually <laughs> didn't like it. Yeah, and, and true. I mean, um, you know, they're figuring out a way to sell uh, – Sell subs. There's no doubt about it. I know you were also busy with the the little ones. It was Easter weekend. And uh, speaking of busy, what about this transfer portal, Hank? I mean, between football and hoops, the carousel works at an absolute dizzying pace, which leads me to this question, Hank. Which coach keeps you busier in that regard these days? (laughs) Is it Nick Saban or is it Nate Oates? Oh, that's a tough question. I guess it just depends on the calendar. You know, right now it's Nate Oates. Um, you know, we'll we'll see what happens after spring ball when the football transfer portal opens back up. If if Bama makes any moves, if any guys leave the program, um, you know, that'll that'll be busy then too. Last year we saw um, you know, Tyler Harrell, Tyler Steen, those guys in the spring. Um, but right now, you know, all the focus has been on basketball in terms of portaling. Um and, and it's been a really unique situation in that, you know. Alabama basketball is now pulling in Alabama football and losing all their assistance to head coaching jobs. So you're factoring that into the equation while, uh, you know, you're trying to fill out your roster while Nate Oates is trying to fill out his roster. And that uh, adds another little wrinkle into, into everything. So it's definitely, you know, never, uh, I guess we're kind of used to it now. It's, it's, it's crazy. It's been crazy the last year or so, but you know, 
back when I started doing this 2015, I mean, this was unheard of, you know, with, with, um, with this kind of movement and, and this often, this, um, this kind of movement in the, in the off season. So definitely, definitely a busy time. Yeah. Obviously far fewer scholarship spots and hoops. Right. And based on the numbers, it seems like basketball teams are now turning over at higher rates and, and bigger chunks of the teams are turning over on a annual basis. And you've got underclassmen that are able to navigate the NBA draft process while maintaining eligibility. So it would seem to make the numbers game even more tricky for Oates than even Saban. So uh, let's stick with hoops for now anyway. And we've heard and seen a number of names associated with UA in the portal. Best you can tell right now, who are the guys we really need to keep an eye on? Because again, there are only so many spots. I know that Arkansas right. and Eric Musselman would maybe lead you to believe otherwise because it seems like they con- they contact or get involved with every one of these transfers. <laughs> um, but again, there are only so many slots that, that Nate Oates can commit to right now. Yeah, yeah. And um, I, I think Alabama is in a situation where, you know, they have to also, in a, in a way, I don't know how to kind of put this, but you kind of have to be careful, I guess, with with how serious of contact or like, you know, how hard you're pursuing, because it's going to be a really lucrative spot for kids to come. You know, obviously they're coming off the number one overall seed. Uh, you know, they're going to have two first round draft picks likely um, in, in Miller and uh, in Clowney, I, I think, if he's still projected there. Um, so, you know, you got to really I think you kind of have to put your focus on, on, you know, a handful of guys that you're serious about because you don't want to you know waste anybody's time. You don't want to, you know, I, I guess do work you don't really have to do when, you know, you're going to be a spot that's going to be on a lot of final lists for a lot of these kids. They took notice of what Bama did this, this off season. And so, you know, I, I think we've seen, I guess more of a narrowed group, I, I guess compared to Arkansas's, you know, 85 guys they reached out to, um, you know, I think Bama's more of, you know, the list kind of maybe closer to 10 guys around that. Um, and, you know, it's growing every day. We're still seeing guys enter the transfer portal. Uh, I know Texas just had a, a former McDonald's all American enter the portal yesterday. Um, Arterio Morris. So, Definitely still some guys that could join, but uh, two guys this week I think we're keeping that, that are worth keeping an eye on, and and that's Latrell Wrightsell Jr., who's the uh, combo guard out of Cal State Fullerton. He's a all Big West uh, first teamer this past season, averaged 16 points, four rebounds, two assists a game. Um, uh, he has uh, been in contact with Alabama. He's actually zooming with the staff. Uh, today, so at some point I think maybe tonight he's going to be on a Zoom call with him, and he said he should um, uh, be on campus this Friday for an official visit. So, um, that's a guy we're going to be keeping an eye on, um, at a Cal state Fullerton. And then another guy that's already has a visit set, um, up for this Friday is BJ Mack, who is the Wofford, um, power forward transfer, um, out of South Carolina. And he's considering Bama, Arkansas, Iowa, LSU, and South Carolina. So, those are the two guys we're watching this week. I think, you know, if, if you're trying to pinpoint some names to really seriously pay attention to, those two, obviously, another guy in Aaron Estrada, uh, guard out of Hofstra. He has Bama in his final four, um, and, and he's in the mix as well. But, again, it's going to be one of those situations where, you know, we're saying these three guys' names right now. Maybe this afternoon another guy decides to enter the portal and, and, and Bama gets involved. So it's definitely a lot of uh, moving parts, very fluid situation, but um, – no doubt, you know, I think Bama's going to get the guys they want in the end, considering, um, you know, kind of the uh, momentum they've built the last couple of years. Yeah, and we're still, what, 
a month and a half away from the deadline to withdraw from the draft. Right. So if you're Nate Oates and you got three guys and Mark Sears, Charles Bediaco and Javon Quinterly going through that process, I'm sure you're trying to at least take their temperature, get as good of a feel uh, for the process as you can. Maybe a couple of these guys, maybe one, two or all three of these guys say, look, coach, I'm uh, right now as it sits, I'm going to be back or, you know, maybe it's the other way. I, I'm, I'm moving on regardless. Um, just trying to maintain uh, a feel for, for guys that could be on the bubble as it relates to the number of spots you actually have to work with is, is a yeah. big part of this too. Yeah. It's, it's kind of wild just with, um, you know, in this transport owner, it happens with football too. Is like, you almost have to recruit your own roster uh, mm-hmm. or you do have to recruit your own roster, whether that's, you know, guys, you, uh, you don't want to leave, um, you know, <laughs> numbers game, all that kind of stuff. So um, you almost have to work just as actively there as you do um, looking at the portal. And then on top of all that, you're still trying to recruit the high school level too. Yeah. <laughs> like the 20, the 2024 class finish up your 2023 class. Bama just added Chris Parker about a month ago, the um, Florida shooting guard. So um, that's a whole other thing. So, you know, I guess that's why, you know, you get paid the big bucks as, as a, as a head coach, you, you have to do all this man, uh, you know, personnel management. And obviously, you know, Bama has all the resources to, to do that, but um, you know, it, it's definitely a wild time. And as you alluded to earlier, all while also trying to totally, uh, revamp your on the floor staff <laughs> right. with three guys that have moved on to the head coaching position. So let's switch gears, get into a little football talk with you, Hank. I'm looking at this commitment list for 2024. I only see four names. You need to pick it up. You know, and right. these, these commitments, we go through this every year though, don't we? Um, right. And it seems like it's also that time of the year for football recruiting. Is it officially top 10 lists? Season, it seems like we're, we're seeing so many of those this time of year as we get closer to summer. Prospects starting to at least narrow it down somewhat, I guess. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's 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 so funny how the calendar always shakes out, because right now and I feel like this has literally happened the last five years around this point in the spring. Ohio State starts to go on a run and they get, you know, big name recruits. Everyone's saying, oh, look at Ohio State recruiting. And they do, obviously Ohio State does a great job recruiting. They get top classes as well. Uh, but th- that leans every leads everybody to start worrying about Alabama. Um, you know, why aren't they getting more commitments? And then, you know, then we get to summer. Then Bama gets a few commitments. Then we get to late summer. Bama goes on a commitment run. They usually get in that top two or three spot in the in the recruiting rankings. And I will say right now, Bama has four commitments. But if you look at the quality of commitments, they have the highest uh, rating per commitment of any class in the country. So uh, quantity is not there, but quality is certainly there in terms of numbers. Uh, but no, I mean, Bama's going to, you know, there's still guys that we're not even talking about that they're going to push, decide to push for, you know, come after the spring evaluation period. The coaches are about to get back out on the road and go to these spring practices, see all these kids that are about to host summer camps in a couple months. They're going to see all these people and decide, you know, how is their board really going to shake out? How Who are they really going to push for? And that's typically the point in the calendar when we start seeing Bama really start to make a run. So anybody that's concerned with Bama sitting at number 18 in the country right now with four commitments, they really shouldn't be. They have a great core for commitments. You know, Julian saying obviously could make a case for the number one quarterback in the country. You have him on board. He's a very solid commitment. You're recruiting the state really well in Jalen and Bakway, Perry Thompson, Sterling Dixon. So 
um, it's it's definitely it, it could be a lot worse <laughs> um, if if you're an Alabama fan. You know, I think Miami has only two commitments right now. Um, so there, there's there's other schools that are still trying to find their footing. But I think Bama's in a good position. Obviously, you know, like you just said, we're seeing a lot of top schools lists. We're about to see a day um, be a big visitors weekend. We'll probably see some see Bama build some momentum there heading into May and into the summer. Um, and then, you know, I think we'll see a lot of official visitors in the month of uh, in, in June as well. So um, definitely a lot going on in football as well. Yeah, you talk about Ohio State. I guess the Buckeyes picked up the commitment from Aaron Nolan, the quarterback yeah. prospect here recently. Uh, but Alabama's already got its primary quarterback, doesn't it? Right. I mean, for 2024 and Julian Sayan. So uh, no blood there, I guess you could say, yeah. uh, when it comes to the Buckeyes and the Crimson Tide. Right. And he was a guy that he actually visited Bama last week. Um, he had Bama on his final list. And and I think he's a guy that Bama really likes. But again, we're in a situation where, you know, Bama doesn't really need to sign two quarterbacks or at least get two quarterbacks right now. You know, obviously, we're going to see what happens with the transfer portal. You can never say never with with uh, with movement or anything. However, the QB battle with Milrow and Simpson shakes out. Um, so maybe, you know, there's a situation down the road. Bama does need to add a second quarterback in the class. I think Aaron Nolan is the guy that they they would like to add. Um, obviously, you know, it's going to probably be a tall task if they wanted to flip him from Ohio State. He's probably going to be pretty solid with that. Um, so we'll see. But I, I I do know Bama's very happy with Julian saying, um, you know, he he is uh, he's got a lot of star potential. And, uh, you know, they obviously don't want to mess anything up with that, you know, by taking a second quarterback at this point in the recruiting class um, when when they have such a solid commitment with him right now. I guess you always keep another one hot, though, right? Kind of because we've seen in the past Alabama's had early quarterback commitments, and this isn't saying that saying will do any do this. But I mean, you can go back to Jake Fromm, uh, Drake May, right? I mean, yeah. there, there's been a movement, not just at Alabama, at other places where it comes to quarterbacks. Yeah, and it's it's always a position you know you usually fill fairly early. They're kind of the um, you know the centerpiece of the of the recruiting class. Um, you know you want to know you know you want your quarterback to be out there recruiting. You want the you know skill players to know who they're going to be playing around or offensive linemen know who they're going to be blocking for. So it's always a spot um, you, you you try to you try to wrap up early. But at the same time, you know Bama wants to see their you know they, they want to see their guys. They want to do their evaluations properly. They want to you know get them in person, have them throw, do all that kind of stuff. So um, it's not a spot they rush certainly, but you know it's also a spot that you know can you know you know you might need to add more you know, down the road last year, we saw Eli Holstein, uh, commit in May. Um, and you know, Dylan Lonergan was still in, in, in the mix, but nobody really figured that seriously at that point when Holstein committed. And then, you know, fast forward a month and a half later and, and Bama added Dylan Lonergan as well. So, um, it's definitely a spot that, you know, things can change quickly. Um, so, you know, not going to write anybody off at that quarterback position, but um, definitely a solid commitment in Julian Sane at this point in time. Man, you go back to that Jake Fromm deal, I guess, five, <laughs> six, seven years ago now. And Alabama went from Jake Fromm to Tua Tonga, Vailoa and Mac Jones in a two quarterback class. I yeah. mean, I'm trying to think of two quarterback classes that worked out as well as that one did oh, with yeah. Tonga, Vailoa. <laughs> And Mac Jones, just a couple of first round picks, you know, at the right. quarterback position in the same class. Well, then at one point, if you remember back in spring of 2018, uh, Tua, Jalen Hurts, Mac Jones, oh, were yeah. all on the same roster. And then Gardner Minshew was committed because was he was going to plan on being yeah. a coach and he wanted to learn under Saban. He ended up obviously 
bettering his his pro prospects by going to Washington State. But um, yeah, I mean, four NFL quarterbacks at least committed or on the roster at one time. Yeah, that that's absolutely crazy to think about. Uh, in retrospect, hey, uh, we haven't caught up since uh, I guess Mason Short committed for the 2025 cycle. Looks like a solid pickup for Alabama in the offensive tackle out of Evans, Georgia. Yeah, absolutely. Um, he he was a kid that um, you know Bama's seen a bunch. Um, he camped last summer. He's been on campus, you know, at least five or six times. Um, he's actually really an inter- entertaining follow on Twitter. When he goes on visits, he he does a lot of activities. I think he was at a junior day visit at Bama in January and was at the hotel pool jumping in when it was however cold outside. But he's a funny kid. Uh, but no, big time addition, six seven, two eighty, uh, soon to be junior. So kind of hard to wrap your head around that. Um, but, uh, you know, fits that mold that we see Eric Wolford, um, the offensive line coach seemed to really covet, you know, since he, he, these big physical athletic linemen, um, you know, we saw it with miles McVeigh, a loss of lean in. We, we're, we're really kind of seeing him as the offensive line coach kind of get his footing and get the guys that, you know, he's, um, you know, he's obviously helping in on the evaluations. And, and I think Mason Short's a really excellent example of that. And I think this is a huge recruiting win. You know, this isn't a guy that, you know, Georgia's just passing on or, you know, they, they, they didn't push for or even offer. Georgia wanted this guy. Florida wanted this guy. Um, I think Oklahoma, Auburn, all these schools were in on Mason Short. He's ranked the number um, 38 overall player by 24-7 sports. But uh, for Bama to get in there and, and, and uh, you know, win this one early and, you know, have him pair up with um, with Ryan Williams, like that's a that's a really strong early 2025 class. So, you know, next April in April of 2024, uh, maybe we'll see what we're talking about in terms of, you know, where that class stands, because right now it's off to a really strong start. I think Bama's number two in the country in 2025 at this point. Yeah, you mentioned the wide receiver Ryan Williams, uh, already a part of that 2025 class. What about his quarterback down there at Sarah Land? Uh, KJ Lacey. It looks like he's making the rounds this week. Yeah, he was actually in Tuscaloosa on Monday. Um, obviously, you know, he got uh, the Bama offer earlier this year. Um, and, and, you know, he's still unranked. I, I think that's going to change fairly soon. Um, you know, he, he is a, a very talented prospect at that quarterback position. Um, he's caught plenty of attention. Obviously, Alabama's offered him. Um, you know, he's been to Auburn, Florida State, uh, Tennessee. All these schools are, are, are working on him and uh, and for good reason. So, you know, we haven't caught up with him on his visit for Monday yet. But, um, you know, I, I think the Bama offer was obviously a really special one for him. Um, he's an in-state kid. Obviously, his teammates, Ryan Williams. Um, I think they would probably like the idea of playing together. So um, and, and this is kind of the, the part of, of the, um, you know, recruiting calendar where we see you know, the, the, the following year's quarterbacks kind of start to, um, you know, kind of separate themselves like this time last year, I want to say Julian saying, uh, we were talking about him a little bit more. He visited in June. He didn't commit till the fall, but, um, was certainly more in the mix. Um, you know, years prior to that, we've seen underclassmen quarterbacks commit in the summer, whether that be, you mentioned Drake may earlier. Um, I'm trying to think of other ones back in the past, Jake Fromm. you know, back in the day. Um, mm-hmm. so, uh, KJ Lacey, definitely, one to watch. I think uh, I think he's very high on Alabama and uh, and uh, equally, um, you know, in return, I think Bama likes him a lot, too. There you go. A little bit of a look ahead to 2025. But uh, more than anything, Hank, you got me ready to fire up the ESPN Plus with the Heritage right? tournament <laughs> set to kick off over there in Hilton Head on uh, Thursday morning. Although I did see where Rory withdrew 
from the heritage. One of those elevated events that has come into play for the PGA Tour with the influence by Liv. Well, you had that, you sort of had that superhero villain angle late in that yeah. Masters, didn't you? With those Liv guys all challenging Rom down the street. Freaking Liv guys. No, yeah. So, wait, is the one this week at <laughs> one of those 20. 20- $20 million purses? Yeah, elevated $20 okay. million. They pushed the heritage up. So uh, we'll start doing a separate maybe golf podcast. Just yeah, me and Hank, it. you know, right. we can really get into it. <laughs> uh, you know, our guy, Tim Watt's not a big golf guy. He's sort of come around on it, you know. Maybe I'm wearing him down a little bit on the golf. But uh, in all seriousness, always great to catch up <laughs> with you, Hank. Always great stuff. Always uh, a need to check out Hank South with us at BamaOnline.com because, again, there's so much going on on the recruiting front between football and hoops and uh, the transfer portal for both and high school prospects, junior college prospects. They're all in play. Hank, thanks again. Thanks, Travis. Appreciate it. Thanks again for joining us here on the Bama Online Podcast. Until next time, so long, everybody. <laughs>